Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Friday, everyone. Over the last number of days, we have been sharing some very practical ways that you can raise your children without raising your blood pressure. And I hope that you have benefited from some of the things that we have shared. You know, the scripture says in Proverbs 1 and verse 5, a wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. Very important for us to keep honing our parental skills. And we've shared a number of ways here that I believe will help you. We've shared that you need to realize that each child is different. That we need to understand the various stages of development that they go through. That we need to maintain appropriate expectations. That we need to keep a sense of humor. That we need to schedule and plan that we need to have a source of support, that we need to keep a night out, and we need to gather practical advice. And finally, just to wrap this up, we need to consider the bigger picture. You know, you can get so caught up in the day-to-day caring for your children that we miss the bigger picture, that we can't see the forest for the trees, as it were. What is the bigger picture? Well, it's the fact that each child is an eternal soul. When you have a child, think about this for a moment, you have created an eternal soul, one that's going to live forever in eternity. When that little child is conceived, the Bible tells us that God has a plan and a purpose for their life, that he knows all their attributes And he knows their way from the beginning to the end. That little baby that's born into your family has a great potential before the Lord. And he has entrusted that child to you to raise and to bring them up in the fear and admonition of the Lord. As parents, we are the most influential in their development. No one else is going to have the influence on their lives that we do. That's a tremendous responsibility to realize and to shoulder before the Lord. We must keep this bigger picture in mind. God has given us the opportunity to introduce that little one to the world, to see their excitement and their joy as they experience new things, to see their eyes light up in wonderment. We get to help shape their lives to prepare them for life and for God's purposes, to help develop their innate abilities and talents and skills. It's a tremendous privilege, but also a great responsibility. And we need the Lord's help to do it. Part of it is just bringing them daily before the Lord in prayer. I know when my children were little, many times I'd walk into their bedrooms at night and they'd be sleeping And I just commit them to the Lord. I just say, Lord, be with them. Lord, may they grow healthy and strong. 
May they grow up to know you. May they fulfill your plan and purpose for their life. And just those prayers over our children, we don't know how beneficial that may be in their lives in the future. Now, not only do we have the joy of introducing them to the world, but we have the pleasure many times to introduce them to the Lord, to awaken the spiritual component of their lives. The Bible says that each person is body, soul, and spirit. And we as parents have the opportunity to minister to that spiritual component. You know, I share with you in the past how we had invested substantially in some Bible tapes. But I made that expenditure because I thought, if this will help them to know the Lord, it will be well worth it. And I have a tremendous memory of one of my daughters when she was about four years of age. I went into her room and she was listening to a Bible tape and she was crying. And I said to her, what are you crying for? And she said, Jesus died on the cross. And I realized that she was listening to the Bible tape that was telling the story of Jesus' crucifixion. And it had touched her and she was crying. And I said, do you know why Jesus died on the cross? And she said, no. And I told her, that he came to take all of our sins and all of our wrongs and that he had taken the penalty for our sin and he had died on the cross. And because he had died, we could be forgiven. And I asked her, I said, would you like to be forgiven of your sins? And she said, yes. And I prayed a simple prayer with her that she would be forgiven and invite Jesus into her heart. I tell you, to me, it just doesn't get any better than that. And so we need to keep this big picture before us, that we have been entrusted by God, a responsibility to raise our children and to guide and direct them. And that should help us when we go through those times when they spill the milk and they misbehave and they break something. There is a lot of frustration as you raise your children. But if you can keep your mind on the big picture and to realize there's something bigger than these little annoyances that I have to go through, I believe that that would give you a peace and your blood pressure will come down and you'll be able to raise your children and see them successful in the things of the Lord. You know, as I've been sharing this, I'm conscious that some of you may be listening and say, you know what, I really blew it as a parent. I didn't do all these things with my children and they're grown now and it's too late and there's no way I can go back and make it up. Well, that's true to a certain extent, but I tell you, you can start right where you are. You can start now praying for your grown children. You can start now relating to your married children in a way that you should. You can begin to have an effect on the lives of your grandchildren and be able to help them to develop in the way that they should. It's never too late. And even if your own natural family is gone, there's still people around you, perhaps children, whose parents are not doing a good job. They're not raising them in a proper way. And you can have an influence into their life. There are so many opportunities I believe the Lord will give us if we have a heart to be good parents. Now, that brings us to the next section of what every parent should know. We need to know 
how to discipline our kids. And we're going to spend some time in the next number of days talking about this. It's not an easy task. It's something that we'll always be learning to do better. We need the Lord to help us in this because part of our parenting is to discipline our children. It's not easy to do, and it's not easy to do well, but it is necessary. Listen to Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 11. It says, Now no chastening seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Nevertheless, afterward, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Now this portion of scripture is telling us that God chastens us. He disciplines us. And it's not pleasant when we're going through it. But it yields something. It yields a fruit of righteousness and that we are trained by it. Now, if the Lord disciplines us, he wants us to in turn discipline our children. And perhaps a good overriding guideline in all that we're going to say is to ask yourself, how would you like the Lord to discipline you? Because there is a strong correlation between how the Lord disciplines us and how he wants us to discipline our children. So let's get started in this and I'm going to give you a list of points that will help us. And here's the first one. Parents are responsible to discipline their children. I mean this is not something that is optional. This is something that is vital for the well-being of our children. Listen to Proverbs 29 and verse 15 and verse 17. It says the rod and rebuke give wisdom but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. Correct your son, and he will give you rest. Yes, he will give delight to your soul. These verses tell us that if a child is left to himself, he will go astray. He'll bring shame. You know, this is opposite to what some people think. Some people think that children are innately good and that they only go astray because of environment. And, and the less we can influence our children, the better, because they're ultimately good. They only go astray because of our bad example. But that's not what this scripture says. It's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches us that because of our fallen nature, we have an inclination towards sin, towards wrong. We don't have to teach our children to be selfish. They just haven't inherently. And one of the responsibilities of parents is to discipline their children. And it says in this verse that if we do, it will give us rest. I mean, I've seen parents just run ragged because they don't discipline their children. The children run the home. They are determining everything. Their behavior determines the atmosphere of the home, what the parents do, the mood of the home. It's all run by the children. Those parents need to learn to discipline their kids because by doing so, you're going to have rest. I mean, sometimes you're in a situation where you wish you could discipline someone else's children because there's no rest there. But we're not given the responsibility to discipline someone else's children. We're given the responsibility to discipline our own children. And if we do, the promise here is that your child is going to have wisdom. 
that they're not going to bring shame and that you will have rest and they will be a delight to your soul. So this whole area of discipline is very, very important. In fact, 1 Timothy 3 and verse 4 gives it as a qualification for church leadership. It says a person in leadership should be one who rules his own house well, having his children in submission with all reverence. For if a man does not know how to rule his own house, how will he take care of the church of God? You see, the home is our microcosm of the world. And as we learn to manage our home, then that qualifies us for other areas of leadership. Well, I see our time is gone and we're just getting started in this. But we'll continue on Monday. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.